Good afternoon and welcome to Tree Talk episode 156. This is part one of a double where today myself and Matt will be looking at the, the football only in this part of the pod. We'll look back on the quarterfinals and the senior, intermediate, premier, junior and junior football championships. And we'll also be looking at the ladies football championships, which had their second round over the weekend. So do stay tuned for all of that. The impression again, we get all with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth the goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth the goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. Well, Matt, how are things this week? I know I, I, I copped it last week after 150 plus episodes. I never ask you how you are. So how are you keeping this week? I'm very good, Jack. Very, very good. And uh, at, at, at least the spectre of re- uh, relegation that was facing us around here anyways is off the agenda, thanks be to God, after last Sunday. But I know we'll be talking about it more now anyway. But very good, Jack. Um, yeah, certainly enjoying all the games. But if anything, um, if there is a downside to it, Jack, it's that there are too many of them on together at the one time. You know, that we yeah. can't get to see as many of them as we would have liked. And um, for instance, this weekend alone, and I know this 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 part of the this segment of the podcast is dedicated to football. There are twenty-six hurling matches this this weekend, which is abs- absolutely phenomenal. And yeah, uh, you know, I am I'm beginning to hear people saying, you know, that well, this to continue, and I think I might have mentioned it in the podcast before, um, just just rumblings among the public. And as you know, I spend a lot of time out among the public um, that if this is going to be the product of the, 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 that, um, of the split season, that, um, you know, they may not be as embracing of it as they otherwise would have been, I, I, I think. But look, um, I, I, I suppose it is what it is, and we're probably into the split season territory, and I suppose there's something like this here to stay. If 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 the GA headquarters are wedded to um, All Ireland finals in August, yeah, um, I suppose we we'll have the Congress coming up soon enough that we'll we'll be discussing <coughs> when it comes around. But one thing I definitely noticed over the weekend and even into today that the weather is changing, that even that the evenings are as good as gone. That like. Games are being played under lights. And probably that's probably why games are on the same time because evening games are, are gone if if you're using a, a picture without a floodlight. But I suppose there's a nice segue into the senior football championship. It's the pinnacle in the football in the county, and and we start with Sunday because we were both at separate games on Sunday. And, and talking of weather, like the first twenty minutes, definitely in the Bog Garden, I presume up in McNeville Park, it was the exact same. But the weather conditions were absolutely atrocious. And we'll start with Newcastle and Clahan. Um, it was it was a big victory for Newcastle in the end, one fifteen to one seven. I suppose for Clahan, it was bonus territory in their first game back. But as a whole, what did you make of the contest, and how impressive were Newcastle? Um, 
I want to agree with you about the weather. Um, it, it was as bad a first 20 minutes. Um, we absorbed more rain in that first 20 minutes than I can ever recollect at any other game. It was just atrocious. I think even atrocious is nearly a compliment to it. It was, it was, it was that poor. And full credit to, to Newcastle West and to Tahan. Um, you, you, you know, for playing out in, in it and, and, and to referee Mike Sexton. Um, I, I was impressed with Newcastle West. Um, he, I, the first thing I would say, Jack, is that it was much, much... I have seen Newcastle West a couple of times this year. And, you know, I, I've said here on this, 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 this medium that um, I have been disappointed with them, that I had expected an awful lot more. But on Sunday, I thought I saw what I would expect to see from Newcastle West. I saw much, much, you know, much, much better performance. And um, they, they, they literally dominated it for, for long periods. Now, Tahan were inclined to, to, to go short and, and um, towards the end when they started going long, they got a bit of purchase and got some scores. And it certainly wasn't a day for putting it through too many hands, if you could, because um, very, very quickly, it actually was dry, Jack, at the throw-in. Two minutes into the second half, it was, or the first half, it was milling. It came that quick. So the ground became very slippy very quickly. The football became um, very, very slippy and and was a challenge for handling. But um, certainly, it, 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 what the game told me is that a, Newcastle West are, are contenders, B, that they're strong contenders, and C, which I think is possibly the most important of all, is that they're timing their run, run perfectly. Um, like you could say, um, I, I saw them in the league final and they will have an opportunity to avenge defeat in that league final in the semi-final, as you know, because they've been drawn against one lane. I was hugely disappointed with them, Jack. I, I saw them against Galbley. I was awfully disappointed with them. Uh, and um, it, it disappointed because Jack, I had expected so much, and 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 um, but, but but on Sunday I thought I saw um, I, uh, the, the, the Newcastle West that I had expected uh, to see. Now they they placed Ian Corbett and Keen Sheehan at midfield, and it gave them it gave them a huge platform. Ian Corbett was Ian Corbett, you know. Leading from the front, excellent, yeah. scored scored four points. But I was hugely impressed with the performance of Keen Sheehan, and um, uh, it, 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 it it mirrored in many ways for me um, the type of performances when he hit the stage first and and came onto the Limerick team. And we we know you know what he the energy that he he brings. We we know about his 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 ball carrying ability and his his running at defences. But I, I I thought he was I thought he had an excellent game. Um, now Newcastle West. Um, uh, what is happening for him as well? Mike McMahon was at full forward, started at full forward, played the game at full forward, got three points, um, was a good target man. But I think Newcastle West ended up with seven or eight scorers, um, which is which is very very encouraging, including Dermot Kelly who came off the bench, and and he 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 got on the score sheet. And um, I I I see you opening your eyes when I said Dermot Kelly came off the bench. Yeah. I, I, I suppose you're in awe at, at that a player of his calibre should be on the bench in the first place. Yeah. But it, it, it gives you an idea of, of, of the strength of Newcastle West. They got an excellent goal 
uh, clinically finished uh, by Sean Murphy. That, 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 there was an awful lot to like about Newcastle West. Now, as as for Clahan, I was slightly disappointed with Clahan because I'd seen him earlier in the year, and and um, um, I I was impressed with certain elements of that play, as as I said to you. But you're right that they're, they're in bonus territory. But had they chose to go direct and ask more questions of of Newcastle West, they they could have been closer. Now they got a they got a good goal because it was a direct route goal straight into the square. Um, Keen Burns went up and caught it. He's a big big man. Turned and he gave Andrew Ruddle no chance. Um, but um. You know, had had they had more of that, um, you, you wouldn't have known. But very few. There's nobody that was in McNeville Park on 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 um, Sunday could argue that Newcastle West were the better side. Newcastle West deserved to go into the last four. Newcastle West will be formidable in the last four, and they're strong contenders for the championship. Yeah, they're definitely strong contenders. I presume they were they were always contenders and. We'll be talking more about Newcastle in either next week or a fortnight's time for them semi-finals. And you, you mentioned it'll be Newcastle versus Monlean. Monlean beat Father Casey's by four points on Friday evening, um, two eight to one seven. Um, I suppose it was a game. It was probably the t- most evenly matched contest on paper, in my opinion, anyway. And two teams that kind of have promised so much with their underage success and haven't delivered. Monlean are into the semi-final now um, and they've overcome a good Father Casey side. They'll be real challengers in Newcastle and you mentioned that league semi-final or league final win and we will be touching on this game more in detail but Monlean will have built up nice momentum after that win over Father Casey's. They will, they will and uh, and by coincidence in, in the league semi-final they had defeated Father Casey's as well so that that's the second time they've, they've, they've got an important victory over them but um, it's disappointing, and this is a perennial thing that we have with Newcastle West or with Father Cases. You know, missing out. Um, you, you were at the call face of it yourself last year, Jack, when they came into the quarterfinals, and and Ballystein turned them over, and they've been turned over by Monlean. And you're right there at the start when you were saying that it 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 it, it looked on paper to be one of the closest um uh, the closest contests of the weekend, and and of course, um, in our predictions, we 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 differed on it. It was it 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 was that close, but no, I I wasn't at the game, but from but from what I heard, um, it 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 was it, it came down to Mona Lean, um, having the ability to take the goals, the two goal opportunities that came Ross Kennedy's way, and 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 he put them into in, into the net, but um. And at one stage in 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 the, in the second half, having been four or five points down, Father Casey's were were right were right back into it, and they 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 were level. Robert Brown had got a goal, and they they they, they had leveled heading for the second water break, but it, it it was in the closing stages that they weren't able to close it out. Um, it's an it's a disappointing result for for Newcastle uh, for Father Casey's. Um, there, there, there's no hiding in that. Um, but I I was impressed with 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 Mona Lean. And uh, that that is why I went for Monolene to win in 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 that particular game, and um, it sets up an enthralling game with Newcastle West now in in in, in the county semi final. But for Father Cases, it's it's and, and um, I, I just know what Father Cases have got to do um, to um, 
have a system within the club that sees that these excellent minors, and let's face it, Jack, they, are, they have been excellent minor teams. They've been top-class minor teams to see that they can transition them into adult football, but it, it just isn't happening. Yeah, it, it really isn't happening, but for Monlin to get to win, I just think that'll be huge, and it's a really, it's a, it's a mouth-watering semi-final tie, and again, we'll touch on it more when, when those games are to be played. Then on Saturday, even uh, Ula and Galtic Gales was the only quarterfinal to play it. And I suppose it kind of gave people a chance to probably stand up and take notice of this Galtic Gales side, who have made it four from four, if you include last year's relegation final. They're definitely the most improved team of the year. And they showed that again against the strong Ula side that were county finalists in 2019. Now they've been drawn against the Dare, and we'll touch on that in more. But Galtic Gales are here, and they've really made people take stand up and take notice of them. They certainly have, Jack. They they, 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 they certainly have. There, there isn't a question about it. They have won four in a row and they're against Drum Bradford, St. Cairns, Ballysteen, as you know, Ula. All football strongholds. So like you 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 can't argue with it. But when they came up in when they came up from intermediate in 2020, Jack, and when when because of the pandemic we saw a, a, a truncated championship. I immediately, for one, anyway, felt that it, it would militate against Galtic Gales. Um, they, 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 they would be one club that would 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 would, um, would suffer because of it for the simple reason that, you know, they didn't have the couple of games or the cushion of a couple of games um, to bed themselves into the senior championship. And that is exactly how it transpired. They lost to Ula in the opening round last year, lost to Ballylanders, lost to St. Kieran's. In the relegation semi-final before beating from Colour Bradford, but it will tell you what what a difference that there is this year. Now they they, they come on this year and they beat Ula, and they beat St Kieran's. And um, I felt the day that I saw him playing against St Kieran's, I and I've said this in the in in the lead up to this game last week, um, they, they left Martinstown that day like a team liberated. It was as if there was a weight off their back. Um, because they had, um, in, in one fell swoop, Jack, um, they had put relegation to bed. They had secured the quarterfinal place. So basically, they were into free pass bonus territory and, and, and how they have used it. Um, you saw yourself how they played against, against Ballysteen um, in, in, in the second round, won that. And I was, I, I have to say, Jack, I, I wasn't impressed. Um, overly impressed with him in the first half last week now. Now, um, Ula had a point up within a minute and the Gales got the best, best possible response in a very, very well-crafted goal. Mainly crafted by Sean Clancy and, and finished with a plum by Bob Childs. You don't give Bob Childs a shot from 20 metres and expect that you'll be doing anything but watching a green flag waving in front of you. You know, mm -hmm. and he, he literally buried it. You know, and it was, it, was, um, it, was, um, it was the ideal start, but by half time they had fallen behind. Now Bob, Bob, Bob scored 1-5 um, uh, and, and Bob was Bob. Hugely influential, but I suppose the start of the show, um, well, you'd have to say, and you've probably heard that it's been doing the rounds since, was the performance of 18-year-old Zach McCarthy. Was absolutely one for the ages. He got four points from play. 
He he gave the all the defense. He he gave him a ton of time now. He's diminutive in size, Jack, but by God, has he pace? Has he has he has he um has he a suite of football skills, this fella? And um everything he has is the type of thing that you'd you know that you'd love to coach into a fella, which is very hard, but he has it in abundance. And like, you know, all right. You, you know, a team can set out to control Bob Childs, but you have to control Zach McCarthy now. Um, there was there was equally um, they they they, they two eighteen year olds this year, and 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 um, the second one was Conor McGrath, and and we've seen Conor McGrath like like Zach McCarthy is adapting very 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 quickly and spectacularly to senior football and he, he got a good point on 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 saturday so like they're, they're bringing the couple of players through but it was a disappointing day for ula i had seen ula earlier in the season and um first of all i i had seen him in the league final in 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 the south league final where they were turned over by belly landers i was disappointed with him on the night but on that particular night they were short the number of players now they, they 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 had those players back and um they they they, they had a, they had their strongest side out now they, it didn't include um, um Darrow Donovan Richie English and Pat Ryan of course who would be a huge addition to them no doubt but who are concentrating and focusing solely on hurling this year but they had a strong side out and and um, I was hugely impressed, just as I was impressed with Zach McCarthy. We we saw very very good performance as well from Jack Downey of 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 um, of Ula, who got three I think three excellent points um, at crucial stages to keep his side in the team, all 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 from play. Um, but you know, around the middle, um, Tom Childs, without reaching the heights that he reached against Ballysteen, which were inordinate heights, it was absolutely outstanding. But he he was hugely influential, Jack, um, with, with with everything that happened around the middle uh, of the field, and um, like he, he he was able to pick out, he was able to pick out Robert, and he was able to pick out, uh, he was able to pick out other other forwards, you know, in in. Good, good long kick passes, which is which is lovely to watch, as you saw against Palestine. Like he, his kick passing is absolutely ex, ex, excellent. Now, you know, no doubt in the second half, Galtie Gales deserved to win it. Now, I didn't mention Alan Condon, who I thought had a fantastic game for him. He, he's their team captain. I, 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 I thought it was Alan's best game of 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 the campaign and. And and talk of captains, Owen Fitzgibbon at the at the other end. Um, I I thought he was very very impressive as well as he always is for 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 Ula. But but um, yeah, the Gales deserve to win. They're in the semi final, and um, it's you know they're not going to be anybody's pushover, Jack. No, and they obviously won junior in two thousand seventeen, intermediate in two thousand nineteen, so. It's two year cycles, as 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 I said to him after the game, and is this what it is, you know? Yeah, but up against Celtic Gales will be Adair, the defending champions, yeah. looking for another two in a row. They obviously Palestine on Sunday. I was at that game. Um, we spoke about the, the gale uh, of wind and rain, and to put to credit to both sides, um, Adair and Palestine, the handling in the Park Garden was exceptional. Even for a dry day, like there was very few balls spilled, um, which is a credit to, to players and management, I suppose. Adair laid 
um, Killeen Ferris got the first score for Paddy's team, but Adair went 5-1 ahead. It was 7-2 at half time. They went 1-8 to 3 ahead when Robbie Burke got a goal. But from there, like, and I'm, this is as unbiased as, as I can be, like, Paddy Seen dominated. Adair couldn't get the ball out of their own half, and Paddy Seen kicked five of the last six scores. But time went against us, went against Paddy Seen. Um, but overall, like Adair deserved to win. Um, they got the goal, which will win a lot of football games. They only scored 1 1 from play over the course of the hour, which will be worrying for Harry Gleason and them. But they'll definitely be glad to have got a game. Um, there's regrets for Paddy Seen, of course, but Adair are there. Are in the semi-finals for a fifth successive year. Obviously, you weren't at the game, but what did you hear about it? Was that <coughs> basically exactly what you said, and, and it's what I heard and what I read about it, and that uh, you know, that, that, that one or two expressed the, the opinion to me that they didn't think that um, Adair had reached the heights of former years, particularly last year, yet anywhere, and um, you know, it it it. it if that be so, and we have to take it on board, because I had heard it from one or more um, sources, that that um, it certainly means that it's a very open last four. Mm. A very, very open last four. Like, um, I, I can see the narrative now for the next week or two, whenever the football match is on, that, oh, look, it's Mona Lee and... It's Mona Lean, um, Newcastle West are there. It's between those three. Forget it. It's between four, Jack. The Gales are there. The Gales yeah. are there. And and um like they 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 you know, from one to fifteen, from the first minute to the last, they worked their socks off. So um I, I, I wouldn't be discounting them at all. I've had them being discounted immediately. I already people saying it's a dare against Newcastle West on Mona Lean. Not that simple. We'll be talking about it next week, Jack. But um, it it it, it isn't that simple. They're they on merit, and and of course, what's very very interesting and um about the about the four semi-finalists is that all four of them in the current championship have won their three matches. Yeah, all the table toppers in true. There was there was no upsets. We'll say. So, but it just shows teams and farm as well at, at the same time. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll ask you, obviously, next and I, week. I, 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 would, I would think that of the four, probably Newcastle West are there with, without particularly earlier in the in particularly against the game against Galway anyway, um, without reaching their potential. They obviously were better against Father Cases. Didn't see the game, but I saw. I thought I saw the real Newcastle West last Sunday. Yeah, after what I saw on Sunday, I'd always probably fancied. Newcastle with their their strength and depth that if they can get it right on the day they're the best team in Limerick but Adair have really kind of proved the bogey side to them in recent years I wouldn't rule out Celtic Gales after seeing them and then Mona Lean like if the talent they produce if they can get it on the day um, there's some real outwatering um, matchups there we'll, we'll discuss it in more um, next week or the week after them fixtures are either the 10th or the 16th from what I can understand depending on results in the hurling um, this weekend when we talk about um, semi-finals and looking forward to semi-finals, we have to talk about the intermediate semi-final pairings that we've been given. So we have Kildayo Palace-Kenry versus St. Sennans and Raquel versus Jared Griffins. And we'll start with Kildayo Palace-Kenry. But, but before we go to the intermediate, there were two very important oh. relegation semi-finals, Jack. 
I was going to get to all the, the quarters first. We can go. We all can... right, I, I I take your point. No, no, we'll go. We'll do. We'll do all the. No, no, I, I take together. your. I take. I, I'm quite happy to go this way. This route, yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. And to the intermediates, then. Um, Kildare Palace is probably the name that stands out, considering they played Mungret, who would have been really heavy favourites going into the game. Um, and while we've seen some teams um, like Mona Lean have obviously gone well in football, but have gone poorly in the hurling. Um, there's another team that came to mind. Napierschik are into the semi-finals. We're in the relegation final of football. Kildare Palace Kinnery are working it very well. Um, they're in the county cup final in Hurland this weekend. But into a semi-final intermediate football, beating their neighbours and rivals, Mungret. And by all accounts, I was at the game now. But by all accounts, um, led from start to finish, and were totally deserving winners. Yeah, that that that's what I'm hearing as well, um, Jack. And if we're honest. Um, when we were starting out here, I, I think if you asked 20 people um, to name who they thought would be likely county champions, I, I think it's most unlikely that anybody would have come up with the name of Kildaima Palace Kinray. Mm. Certainly outside of Kildaima Palace Kinray, I don't think anybody would have expected them um, to be in this situation. But they're there and like they're there on merit. Um, like they, 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 their first introduction that they gave us to, they may have been be contenders was when 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 the, the man on which they disposed of Drum Bradford in 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 the opening round. Now I I they did slip up in the second round against Krakora Manister, which to me was a surprise. But um, I would be inclined to give them a bit of latitude there because um, in all probability at that stage they probably had the job done as far as qualifying was concerned. But also um, that second game coincided when. When they were really, really deeply in, in involved in in that huge game with a dare in 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 the hurling championship, so like that, you know, it 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 it, it um uh, that, that there was a bit of a juggling act to be gone through there for a couple of weeks, um. But now, as far as hurling is concerned, the coast is clear apart maybe from the um the county cup, which is on on Friday night. So after that, I'm sure that all the focus will will, will be on football. But um, I, I I suppose I I remember when 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 um, Kildare Palace Kenry came up in 2018, um, they beat Capamore in the final. Um, I saw him a couple of times that year. And I was hugely impressed with him. I honestly thought that that um, they would have very, very little difficulty in making the transition to intermediate football. But that's not the way it has worked out. Um, like they, they, they have really struggled. But it, I, I honestly think that the struggle there with the football was probably the fact that they had to um, to juggle with with um, a very very successful and exciting hurling team, like who were going places all the time, and um, uh, I, I I think you 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 know you you'll see a formidable Kildare Palace Kinry outfit in the remainder of this championship. Um, whether they'll be good enough to get over St. Sinan's or not now, that, that's something for another day because it, it certainly will be a step up on anything that they have that they have met to date. Um, so, um, but yes, like um, it, to me, it, 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 a certain amount of the success this year is at last uh, finding their feet and realising their potential at this, this level. Now, in, in all quarters, Probably last weekend. In, in um, no, you went for Kildare Palace, Kenray. No, I didn't. I went for didn't you? Sorry. 
I said only well, about no, Queen's Cup because I did say I did say that it would be close, but I did think Munger would win. Yeah, um, but um, every, everybody was going was going for Munger and, and for jolly good reason because Munger had been flirting around there with um with um you know making the breakthrough in football for 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 the last couple of years, beating semi finalists and and all that sort of thing, but um. Um, you know, it, it, it was a huge win for Kildaimo Palace Kenry. No question about it. A landmark win, actually, Jack. Yeah, and then on the other three semi-finalists, I'll just drop the results here for us, Matt. Um, we had Raquel beat from Broadford eleven points to one five. You were at that game. Cincinnati's mm-hmm. one eleven five win over Palace Green, and then Dar Griffin's one twenty two to five points winners over Bruff. Um, we spoke a great deal about Charles Griffin's. They're obviously going to play. Raquel in the semi-final. You were at that Raquel game, I suppose, just quick, briefly, what did you make of Raquel? We were talking about it in depth um, in a foreign time before the game, but seeing as you were at that game. I was impressed with Raquel. I was impressed with Raquel. Um, I don't think that a three-point winning margin, Jack, was a fair a fair reflection of what I saw between the white lines and on, on Thursday evening. Um, I don't think it was... Um, it, it, it is a fair reflection on on the dominance of of Raquel in, in in the game. I thought I thought they were very very good, um, very very pacey side, very very good um, ball handling skills. Rarely turned over, um, patience probably patience in abundance because they're pro- probably working it through too many hands rather than 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 taking a pot and that's why they 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 they, they probably struggled in terms of the scoreboard to clo- close out the game even though um it, it's one of those games where you'd say it was a very very comfortable three points victory um now they did have a, had a couple of goal chances but um for all their play and all their dominance they they they, they throttled drum broadford and really in the in in the first half and pinned them back into their own half but but full credit to the to the um to the drum broad for defense for far holding out and they, they only trailed by six points to one at half time which was which was surprising given the 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 amount of territory that that um red keel had had um had had enjoyed but you had um you had the old warrior um Garrett Noonan on the edge of the square and he organizing everything so there there wasn't an easy path now through to James Noonan's goal um and anything that they ensured that anything that that um that um Red Keel got that they that they earned it and that there were a few lucky escapes there was one particularly uh, just before half time when Tommy Delan met a ball and it, it just hit the butt of the post and somehow it came out nine times 99 times out of 100 would have ended up in the net but it didn't and and then you had probably the converse at the other end and I I, I suppose um if, if if you're too much on top in any game, just as they were, I I, I think um, the Raquel Raquel really got cut out for the Drum Broadford goal. But fair credit to the opportunism of Sean O'Sullivan that that was appreciative of what might happen, um, be, be, because um, Raquel fumbled what should have been a, a, a routine ball to, to to deal with and didn't, and and when it broke to Sean O'Sullivan, um, he he finished it to the net, and it brought it brought Drum right back into it. I think it brought him back to within two points. I think. At that stage, and yeah, and um, you you were saying like um you know um the legendary comebacks that we have seen um from Drum over the last twenty years and and the legendary manners in which they the manner in which they have closed out games you you begin to say for a second 
here goes again. Um, um, Radkeel have done all the footballing, but maybe it's from Colour will be in the semi-final, but no. Um, uh, Radkeel had the wherewithal to regroup and, and, and close that out comfortably. Now, we saw very, very good display, an excellent display at midfield by Mikey Morrissey for Radkeel. I thought he was absolutely outstanding and he, he embellished it with three points. Now, he, he caused an awful lot of problems for for um for drum broadford um his powerful running and and his over his his overall play and his ability to bring others in, in into the game but i i thought um uh, we we've we, we've known about him for quite a while as being a prospect jack but um he certainly has arrived on the stage at intermediate football anyway in my view yeah Ricky, you'll have an awful lot of prospects and Girl, yeah, girl. you know, um, I like I, I, I said to you off air, Jack, that in 2013 I saw him winning. Um, I saw him putting on one of the best displays I ever saw in a county final when they beat Ula in in in, in the county intermediate final, and um, you know, I I saw an awful lot of the same type of, of, of approach. Now, there are very, very few players now. Um, Gary Inright probably is a survivor from that time. Um, uh, Dean Mon is probably a survivor, but but but, but very, very few. But I, it, it looks that their principle and their approach, their strategy to playing football, very, very little has changed because they certainly their ball retention, their ball carrying and, and their running was absolutely excellent and it, it, it is of the kind that that is capable of 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 troubling any team now were they in wider open wider spaces than in in, in martinstown and this is not to say that there was anything wrong with martinstown but you get the sense that it's 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 closed in a bit but what were they to get into the gaelic grounds against the team or uh, um you know I honestly think, Jack, that that, that 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 they would be very, very difficult to beat. Like, it's not too long since they were in, went into a county final in 2018 against Galbley, you know? And, yeah, and um, their semi final is on in Newcastle West, which is it's a big field, in fairness. But, um, mm. Ter Griffins will fancy a big field as well, um, no doubt. But look, we'll talk yeah, about but, the um, games. The, 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 this takes us back to, I think, is it a quarter final three or four years ago when Red Keel were winning by six points with 10 minutes to go and, and Gerald Griffin kicked seven points in a row to win the match by a point? I think it was 19. I think it was the year that Griffin, the first year Griffin's lost the final. So they left me Yeah, 2019. So, um, like that, there's a bit of history between these sides. So, but, um, I, you know, I, 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 I've been hearing like that. I've been hearing from far out, Jack, in, in this competition that if they avoid each other, um, that it would be a Sennon's, Gerald Griffin's final. I, I, I'm not into that narrative yet anyway. Yeah, I, I think I'm the matchups... I, I might end up coming to that conclusion or, or speculating that it might be so, but at this point, I was very impressed by Red Keel. Yeah, we'll talk about coming to conclusions. I think um, whenever we get to predictions for them games, it'll be next week. There you have it. The results met seven out of eight. Um, uh, Munger, there anything to let you down over the weekend? So I think if anyone is looking to place a few bets on games um, in the football in a fortnight's time, you should be looking at Matt and his predictions. But we'll talk about hurling predictions um, this week later on in, in the podcast. Before we move on to ladies football um, and the relegation um, semifinals we saw, the Premier Junior and Junior A quarterfinals are played as well. 
We had Monegay or Monegay lost neighbours Newcastle, uh, two ten to one twelve winners for Newcastle. Probably the shock of the round, I thought anyway, when Conlon's beat a tay, eight points to seven. Croom beat Castman three seven to one eleven. And Father Casey's second side beat Kiltili Drunkeen ten points to nine. Um before we move into the junior A championship, Matt, what kind of results stood out for you there? Or was it the idea well, a tay of Two results stood out for me, uh, actually, Jack. Um, two results stood out for me, and um, you, you, you have flagged one of Matea losing to Mount Collins, although I, I was speaking to a connection of uh, of Mount Collins um, either the day of the match or the day before it, who expressed the uh, opinion to me that, that Mount Collins would beat it here. No, and um, I, 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 I thought it was just being parochial, but um, obviously it was not. But um, it was a very, very good win for Mount Collins. And the, the other one that stood out to me was the, the defeat of Kiltili Drumkeen um, by um, Father Cases. Um, quite honestly, I, I, I didn't see that coming because Kiltili Drumkeen have, you know, they, 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 they've started being perennial contenders at the concluding stages. Um, of, of of the competition with, without making the breakthrough, so um, that's a hugely disappointing re- result for them. Now I, I I know that they're juggling with um, that they're going well in the junior um, a hurling championship and in that they're topping their group at the moment. So like that, that there might be a bit of that feed, feeding into it, but it it it, it, it for me, it was a, a disappointing result for um, for Kiltili from Keen and one that I, I I didn't see. I I I would have opted for. I would have opted for a T and I would have opted for um, Father Case or um, for Kiltili Drumkeen were it to be included in our predictions. Yeah, well, look, we got the same wrong, but semi final parents, Croom versus Father Casey's and Newcastle West versus Mount Collins. Um, another couple of games to look forward to there on in a fortnight's time as well. And then just going back to the, the Junior A results, you have an Oak beat Brewery by seven points, Valley Brick and Bohemore beat Mungrus. Finical Meteor winners over Adare and Camogue Rovers beat St. Patrick's. Um, those games probably went more the way we thought. Did any of them stand out for you in a good or bad way? Um, not really. Um, I, 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 I knew it was going to be very close as I think I flagged between Finical Media and Adair in that they met in the West, um, 20, the delayed West 2020 Junior B final and Adair won it by a point there a couple of months ago. So I I knew that was going to be close. I really couldn't call Brewery and Ban Og. Um I'm surprised. Um I'm not surprised that Ban Og won. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm surprised with was how convincingly they won. Um uh, for some unknown reason, when you asked me, um, Kamal Grovers and St. Patrick's, I said St. Patrick's because my head had came immediately, um, to the opinion, Garod Hegarty and all that. But of course, it was St. Patrick's second team. But, um, it, it, it was a good result for Kamal Grovers because Kamal Grovers and Ben Oak have been playing, have been playing, um, Junior B football for youngs now and and um like Ban Og won the won the championship they beat Nakan in the twenty nineteen final um in a great final over in Martinstown the huge crowd over there it was a massive occasion and and um you know that they, they, they were really peeved after it after winning it that that, that they weren't going up a um, but now they've got that opportunity to go up here, and they have proved like that they're not they're, they're not out of place there, and they're into semi final. Um, I still think if you, if you ask me who I was who I'd bet to win out the Junior A Football Championship, I, I'd still stick with Ballybrick and Bohemore. 
Yeah, I'd go Ballybrick and Bohermore. Um, but we, we'll get to, to those games later on again. I have a comment in here from the Shellminator, a regular contributor, and she said, fair play to Mount Collins winning the West Limerick El Clasico. Today, <laughs> Mount Collins, um, I presume, it was 8-7, but I presume there was, a, there was a lot of drama in the game, even if there wasn't much scoring done. Um, before we move on to the ladies' football, um, we have to deal with the relegation. That's just the nature of our sports. That if if teams teams at one end and teams at the other end, and I suppose in the senior football championship, um, the Pearshig and Galbally will contest the relegation final. The Pearshig lost to St. Kieran's after extra time, two fifteen to one fourteen, and the Pearshig were heavy outsiders to that game. But to push St. Kieran's all the way just shows that like they won't be a walk over in the final. You were at the Bellylanders Galbally game, one thirteen to eleven, but Bellylanders kind of led from start to finish. Um, what's your overall thinking at coming into this relegation final? And obviously, from your own your own personal point of view, you're glad the Bellylanders won't be in the final. Oh yeah, absolutely delighted that that um you know that 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 I'm looking on from the ditches as were on, on 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 this one um and um like I I was worried I have to say going into the going into the um game with Galbally last week because local derbies, uh, Jack, you you just don't know. They take on a life of their own. Then it was a relegation semi-final. So you a massive cocktail then of of circumstances, you know, which which could have thrown up anything. But certainly uh, I um, personally and uh, and um, soon after arriving at the ground when I discovered that a certain Jimmy Barry Murphy was about to line out, um, I, I got a spring back in my step and uh, the, speaking among the Ballylander supporters, it seemed to be the same and it obviously filtered through to the team. Um, like he's an absolutely huge presence and like he made his presence felt right from the start. I think he ended up with five points, but very, very early on, Jack, um, they, 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 they hit five points in a row and one of them was a massive point by Jimmy Barry Murphy from play. You know, which kind of kind of set the, set the tone. Now he got a couple of freezes as well, but um, it was that one point from play that that you know confirmed the announcement that I'm back. And um, you know, he, he led from the front, but um, it, it, it 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 was a day in 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 which the seasoned players of, of Ballylanders stood up from the front and and led from the front. And I'm I'm talking about um, fellas like um. Ono Mahoney, who was absolutely outstanding throughout. Absolutely outstanding. You're Jason Lee, Stephen Fox, Donald Kelly, and Declan O'Connor. Declan O'Connor made a couple of good saves at the finish. One great save to deny Joshua Deneen. Like I've been saying for a good while now, Jack, for anyone that's prepared to listen, Declan O'Connor is worth two goals to Belly Landers every day he goes out. He He's, he's such a good goalkeeper. And um, he he showed it again, yeah, again on 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 um, on Sunday. Now having Danny Froon kicked a couple of good scores, but having said that, I honestly I was disappointed with Galbley, and I I'd be worried about Galbley go, go, going into the game with Napierzig. Now I can't make up my mind um, whether they're in with a decent chance. It's fixed. It's fixed for Cahar Kandlish, I think on the sixteenth, if I'm if. You have it up there, Jack? I have it. I'll have it up here for you in a second now. You know, it's a it's a red letter day for Galbley. Um Yeah, Carcan Lish in the 16th. Let, 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 let's put it this way. 
the veterans and are, are, are the senior citizens in the, in, in the Ballylanders team led from the front and got a response from the players around them. Kieran Hickey and James Ryan were outstanding for Galbley. They led the resistance. I'm not sure that they got the same response from the players around them. And there probably lies the therein lies the difference. Um because um I thought Kieran Hickey and James Ryan, there was oh gee, Jack, there was nothing more they could have done to to, to save Galbally's skin. But it didn't elicit the same response um from, from those around them uh, as as um the lead players in in, in Ballylanders. So um it's it's worrying times. Make no mistake about it, um, Jack. It, it is worrying times for Galbley because um, you, you know Napierschik, what Napierschik can do, and you must remember as well um, um, at at the stage when 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 Saint Kieran's took over in that game last last Saturday, Gordon Brown, who had a huge game, had gone off the field injured, and you must also remember. That were it not for a kick of a ball, practically, that Napierschik would have been contacting, would have been contesting the quarterfinals, because yeah. they were only beaten by a single point by Uda. So, like, um, I, I, I think it's a huge task for for, for Galbley. They, they, they really, really have to re regroup and and find something. Thanks be to God, Jack. We have a fortnight to think about it. Yeah, and we look forward to it. And then in intermediate, it's Monlean versus Kokoran. Unfortunately, it'll be one of the, the two most recent, I would say, Tuner A champions. Just shows that the difficulty of the intermediate championship. Yeah, and I suppose in a way, it's a plus mark for the intermediate championship. That, yeah, that, it, it, that, that it's a hard championship to get crashed, that it, it's it's of a decent standard. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for both clubs um, that, that they find themselves in this position. Um, I, I didn't obviously see any of the, the, um, the um, semi-finals, but I understand that, that um, Glenn had to rely on a very late point by Shea O'Connor to... Um, to um, get over the line and ensure status for next uh, next year, and Krakora um, um, Manister went down to St Patrick's. Um, I suppose was it certainly wasn't a surprise to me. You know, I, I I would have thought that it would have been a Monlee and Krakora um, relegation final because, like St Patrick's, it's not too long since St Patrick's contested a county senior final. It's not too mm. long since they were senior, um, and um, like they are a tough nut to crack. And you have a certain Garod Hegarty inside in the middle of them, and we all know about his prowess at football. It was, um, he he first came to public attention as a footballer, actually. So um, with him on board and some very very seasoned players on board, um, I I wasn't surprised that St Patrick's um, defended their status and 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 um, are out of the relegation mire. Yeah, well, look, and then talking about relegation, Meyer, there's no relegation finals in the junior A or Premier Junior. In the Premier Junior, Hospital Harvestown um, were relegated. There was no knockout stages of that. And Drum Cutter Broadford were relegated as well. Obviously, Drum's second team. Like, we won't we won't dwell on that, Matt, unless you want to. But no, no, no. It's... There's not much to be said there that there's no, no relegation finals to be played. Hospital and Drum are, are gone down, and that's just the way that is in that championship. Moving on then into the ladies football championship and the second rounds were played over the weekend. 
I'll just throw up the results here for the senior championship and intermediate championship. You had Old Mill and St. Elby's through second draw for St. Elby's defending champions. Um, Mona Gay were three sixteen to seven points winners over Fiona Castlemahan. And we'll we'll touch on that game now, Matt, first. And we had spoken about Fiona Castlemahan, obviously the nature of their win over St. Bridges in the first round, seven twenty to one one. On my recollection, um it shows probably probably where all the teams are at that it was probably a poor performance from Bridget's an exceptional one from Fiona Castman, but Mona Gay are the team to beat in that side of the draw still. Yeah, um it, it, it would look like that. Um like Mona Gay, like they they, they they have to be on a mission, um, Jack. I, I, I saw them a couple of times last year and I, I, I thought they were very good, including I, I, I saw them in the final, which they they, they were they were unlucky to lose it, but it was the sheer power of of, of St. Elby's in the finish and that little bit of extra know-how, I suppose, because they were the defending champions. Um, certainly at, at the outset, you would have said in that particular group that Monaghan would grab the semi-final spot out of that. But, you know, what I just cannot get my head around is, and we were struggling and scratching our head here two weeks ago when we saw that Fiona Castleman and Bridget's scoreline of 720 to 1-2. We were just wondering, um, had had uh, Fiona Castleman ran miles ahead of the Packer, had had um, St. Bridget's fell through the trap door or f- fell into an abyss or something. But apparently neither has happened. And I, I, I suppose we're equally perplexed this week now to see the manner in, in which Monaghan disposed of Fiona Castleman. But, but um, this is all qualified, Jack, by, by saying that um, the group stage of the Limerick Senior Football Championship is just a seeding process more than anything in that um, all three teams in each group um, have a knockout championship to look forward to. In that the, the, the structure is such that there are six teams in the competition divided into two groups of three. The top team in each group goes to the semi-final, and the other two teams play off in quarterfinals. So obviously there will be a different dynamic going through the whole thing when when it comes to um, when when it, when it comes to the knockout stage. But the other group seems to be a very very tight group. You had Ballylanders mm-hmm. and Alebys drawn, and you had Old Mill and um, Alebys drawn. So. Will they make it three? Yeah, that's, will, that's will Bally draw asking. with with Old Mill? We'll just have to wait and see. It's the next one up the weekend after next. So, you know, um, then looking at the intermediate, Mungret are true to the semi final. I understand them. Um, uh, they they've 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 two wins. Um, that was a very, very good win for them over Muru Bohor. But of course, as we said last week, um, Mungret St. Paul's were runners up last last year to um, to Drum Bradford. And speak of Drum Bradford, um, they, they they were idle last week in in that um, that they, it, it it was the week that they got a bye with three in the group. Um, I think Nakani is the third team in the group there, but certainly they got the defence of their title off to the best possible start with 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 that win over with that win over Ula. So um, it looks as if both of last year's finalists are are well on track and uh, you know to be 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 strong contenders again this year. Yeah, and another another championship that all six of the teams go through. It's just for seeding, but you want you want to finish up your group and lay down that marker. Looking at the results in uh, the intermediate ones in there again, the Junior A Championship, Adair beat a hand 714 
to three four and Celtic Gales beat a three five to one six. Um, they, they seem to be very strong this year. Adair in that that junior championship, um, they beat a Tay in the first round. While Celtic Gales also are looking equally impressive. They beat Crudy Gales. Um, can you see past those two sides this year in championship, Matt? Very, very hard to see past them. Um, like Adair have been hovering there or thereabouts now for the last couple of years, and um, like um, they, they they have two wins under their belts now. There's only one group in 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 the A football championship, and um, both of those have 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 um, already had two wins. So. They're, they're, they're going to be safely through anyway. So, but I suppose um, if 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 you look at it at, at a downside, I, I suppose it, it's it's um, it's um, a case of fallen joints as far as the table were concerned. For like they they were regular winners, boringly regular winners of, of the senior championship not not too long ago, and now they've dropped down to junior A. So. That that represents some fall from grace, but um, full credit to to Adair and and Galtie Gales. They're certainly working very very hard in both places at at the promotion of the game, and um, it would be very very hard to bet against some one of those coming out on top at the end of the day in 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 that particular championship, and and being playing being playing intermediate football next year. Yeah, um, and then obviously four out of the five in that knockout stages. In the Junior B Championship, Ula's second side beat Croom 5-2 to 4-8. Uh, Mona Gay beat Charlie Griffins 2-8 to 12. Um, Palace Green had a, a big win over Paddy Lander's second side, 4-6 to 1-3. And then Drum Colourher, Broadford's second side were 5-11 to 4-point winners over Father Casey's. That's two from two from Mona Gay in Group 1. Ula and Croom have picked up a win there as well. Um, but unfortunately for the likes of Gerald Griffin and St. Simmons, their first side haven't won yet. Then looking at Group Two, uh, Saint Albans and Father Casey. Like, I, think, I, I, I think your 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 mathematics has has deserted you there because um, actually Croom beat um, Croom won their match four eight to oh, five yeah, two. Yeah, sorry, they did. Yeah, my mathematics definitely let me down there. Uh, Croom did win that game. Um, was it their first game at the? Grade? It was it was Croom's first game. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it it's just Chrome's second year in the competition, Jack. Yeah, yeah, a new team. We were talking about that there a few weeks ago. And it's good to see yeah. a new team making their mark. But then the same token, the likes of Jar Griffins and Saint Sennans, first side in that level losing to the smaller club's second side. They just it's not really something you want to see. No respect to any team, and fair play teams. I can get a second side out there. Oh yeah, the yeah. The then with something similar in Camogie, I think Kilidi have three teams. Or, you know, so. It, 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 it's very encouraging, but um, we, we, we spoke about this at the outset of the competition. And, and whilst, you know, it's very, very good to see, um, but it, to me, it's, it, 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 it's, the, it's the strong getting stronger. That um, uh, if, you, if you gave me a choice, I would like to see um, um, clubs mushrooming up and in, in different places like so. It, it's nice to see Chrome on board now for the second year. So, um, Prefer to see the game spread to, to more places, and I have no doubt in 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 the coming years that you are going to see more clubs. But um, it, it it is still laudable, nevertheless, that 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 some of the bigger clubs are providing a platform um, for their excess players to get games, which is very very important. Yeah, and I'll just throw up that that junior B table there. Um, obviously, I'm not set me down, but 
Monaghan have two wins in, in Group 1. Ula and Kroon both have a win, and St. Sinan's and Joe Griffins are winless. St. Sinan's obviously only played one game. Joe Griffins have played two. The other group then seems far more even. Um, Aylby's, Casey's, Palace Green, Drum Brawford, all would win. Bellanders with two losses. But it's look, it's still very early doors. Only in that championship, it's only the top two from each group that have progressed. So it isn't just seeding that's up for, up for grabs there as places in the semi-finals. Um, obviously, the ladies' football is played every second week um, to, to allow for Camogie, which we've um, promoted and commended in recent weeks. So there's obviously a break there. For those sides, probably not for the players themselves, but for the clubs, there is a break. Um, there is no football on this weekend. I don't think, Matt, in any age we have under-19 semi-finals next weekend. I know that. Um, but we'll, we'll touch on them afterwards. That's to be putting pressure on players and things. I think that's all we were to get through this week, Matt, in, in the football section. You won't be long, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're right, Jack. <laughs> yeah, not, we'll go not, with that. Not... Notwithstanding your mathematics, but you're you're good. Yeah, my let me down. I have to I have to do a lesson. Maths was one of my good subjects in school. Would you believe? But it's so long since I was there now. But um, again, many thanks to everyone for listening. There, just short of the hour. Again, it's only part one. Part two will be out tomorrow, Thursday, and we'll go through all the hurling this week and have our predictions. As I said before, if you want to get make a bit of money, follow Matt and his predictions. But more than likely, if there's any pressure pressure put on us. We'll leave you down in that regard. But he's on a hot streak at the moment, so get it while it's hot. But again, Matt, many thanks to you, and we'll be in touch tomorrow. Talk about the hurling. You're welcome, Jack. Impression again, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it. No more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for pounds worth of goods, and she gives you fifty pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leaving the charge of the left brigade. 45 minutes out. He's a chance to score. He's put it on. He's put it on. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. 